house it's me it's your man it's your host it's all walls i'm back again 34th time i've been with you for a full show we have had one bonus episode now so ladies and gentlemen welcome back to old walls house as always thank you guys so much i appreciate all you i uh i heard old walls house more than i heard walls or wally or jordan this weekend did get one firm jordan this weekend uh, back in the back in the hometown, so thank you guys for acknowledging all that. I appreciate all the support, so thank you very much. I, I always appreciate that more than I can say. So thank you, thank you, thank you. As always, that housekeeping. If you guys could please rate, review, comment, subscribe, share, tell a friend, tell a family member, get it out there, put it in the world. So as always, guys, thank you so much. Got a fun show coming. Uh, talking some golf, talking the Tour Championship. The next wave of live defections was happening uh, as well. Uh, college football, it's here. We had one week. Now we got the real real start to it. We're going heavy this week. I've got picks. I've got stuff to talk about. We have my passing thoughts as always. And then at the end of this episode, kind of a special little thing, I'm going to talk the TCC Invitational, uh, talk mine and my partner's experience with it, uh, also have some on-course interviews that I conducted throughout the week. Started strong, finished okay, uh, tailed off in the middle a little bit, but got some got some stuff from that and some on-course reporting. So I uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Without further ado, let's get right to it. Let's talk some golf, some professional golf. The amateur stuff's coming at the end of the episode. So some professional golf to get us rolling this week. The Tour Championship, it's done. The PGA Tour season is done. Rory McIlroy is your Tour Championship winner. Uh, shoots rounds this week of 67, 67, 63, and 66. He shot 17 under on the weekend. He finishes at 21 under. Uh, that is due to the fact of the staggered start. So he was uh, six back starting the week. Uh, some pretty good playing by him. Scotty Scheffler kind of giving it away a little bit down the stretch. Uh, a final round, t- three over 73 to lose by one shot. Uh, bogeys 16 late, made three bogeys early. So in what was a year where Rory McIlroy kind of tried to put the PGA Tour on his back, he kind of fittingly, fittingly wins the Tour Championship and to a tune of $18 million. Uh, big, big win. Uh, also in the top five, tied for second, Sung J.M., that's uh, Asian Nick Place, as I like to say, and Scotty Scheffler. They each take home a cool $5.75 million themselves. Not too shabby. Xander Schauffele, $4 million in fourth. Max Homa and Justin Thomas, uh, 2.75 each. Sepp Straka and the defending champion Patrick Cantlay in a tie for 7th, uh, 1.75. Uh, Tony Finau, Tom Hoagie uh, go 9th and 10th, 1.25 and 1 million. You're, uh, the first time you're going to hear somebody that's a live defection in this uh, in this ranking, Joaquin Neiman. 
He's out of here with $925,000. We will get more on that. Uh, Jordan Spieth, Aaron Wise, $825,000. Um, Victor Hovland, Matt Fitzpatrick, JT Post, and John Rahm, 15th. And we go on and on and on. So the golf season's over. I, I saw some of the replay. I was playing golf all weekend, <clears throat> so didn't get to didn't get to watch much of it. Um, was just kind of keeping and keeping my eye on it. So uh, Rory McIlroy, like I said, kind of fitting for him to pick up this victory and kind of you know for for the way he he bore for the tour this year, almost deservedly so. He's going to take that home. So Rory McIlroy, your tour championship winner. Closes out this season. Uh, got some major changes coming to the PGA Tour in the very near future. Um, a lot of that due to to live. So let's jump over there. We have some more defections. Six more this time. A um, couple of people we thought were pretty much locked up to do it. And I think a couple that from what I've been hearing lately is a little bit of a... Basically, one that's a real surprise. So... Cam Smith has been rumored for weeks. Joaquin Neiman, like I said, I that one was last I had heard and seen things out in the uh, you know the Twitter sphere and in the the podcast the golf podcast world. He was going to be staying, so that one's a little bit of a flip. Um, Harold Varner the third, also somebody who was reportedly going to be staying. He's going. I will give HV HV three mad respect. He says, end quote, The opportunity to join Live Golf is simply too good of a financial breakthrough for me to pass by. It'll help fund many of the programs I am building with my foundation. I'll continue to forge pathways for kids interested in golf. This note is a receipt for that. Hey, man, I get it. If you're going to be honest with me and say, hey, this money's too good to pass up, I get it. I'm not going to bat you. Like, at least the dude's got some balls to tell the truth. None of this bullshit about growing the game or making it more accessible. He's just like, hey, straight cash, homie. Um, then also Mark Leishman, Cam Trangali, Anarbarn, Lahiri. Honestly, only one real name there that matters, Cam Smith. Um, Neiman's ranked 19th in the world, but I don't think he moves the needle too much, especially in America, maybe outside the world, maybe in South America. He's from Chile, I believe, Chile. Um, so I don't think though, I mean, Cam Smith hurts, but uh, a big one that was rumored was Cam Young was rumored to be going with him, kept him, that helps. So that's, uh, that's what's going on. So the, the field for the next live event, again, if you look at it, <clears throat> I mean, just to name some of the better players, Abe Anser, Bryson DeChambeau, Taylor Gooch. Dustin Johnson, like, obviously, he's a top 20 player in the world and, like, brings eyeballs. DeChambeau's been struggling. Um, Brooks Kepka again, been struggling. Phil's a big name, but he's awful at golf anymore. Kevin Na's not really doing much for you. Patrick Reed hasn't been playing his best golf. Cameron Smith, obviously, playing great golf. Um, just coming off a British Open win, won the players earlier this year. It's number two in the world. Like, that's a big get. And Joaquin Neiman's a decent get as well. Um, but other than that, like, some names I didn't just mention there. I mean, Paul Casey, Sergio, Charles Howell III, Martin Keimer, Kokrak, Leishman and McDowell, Louie, 
Ian Poulter, Schwartzel, Henrik Stenson, Lee Westwood, Matthew Wolf. Like, those are names that, like, golfers know, but, like, nobody, what, one person in there is playing really good golf? I mean, that, that, that tournament has zero interest to me. Zero interest. So, um, one thing out of this, President Cup implications. Uh, the international team standings at the moment. Cam Smith, uh, far and away the, the leading point getter. Uh, he's going to be out. I believe that Boston event is this weekend. So he will, uh, yeah, this week. Um, yeah, so he's out. I'm sure the tour will, will suspend him and he won't play. So their best player is out. Uh, Joaquin Neingen, ranked number four, he's gone. Uh, there were rumors about Mito Pereira, but I guess he was going to just try to hang around and play the President's Cup one time and then go. So yeah, a team that already lacked depth is really going to lack it. Leishman was in 16th. He was probably in good shape to be a, a captain's pick just for some experience. So this uh, this international team is going to be relying on Hideki, Sungjae, Tom Kim. I mean, Sungjae and Tom Kim are fun guys to root for. Uh, Corey Connors, Adam Scott, Eric Van Royen, Adam Hadwin, Mackenzie Hughes, Ryan Fox. That's uh, that's going to be tough. Uh, the six automatic qualifiers on the U.S. side, Cantlay, Burns, Justin Thomas, Scheffler, Xander Shoffley, and Tony Finau. Uh, so I would say the international squad is up against it. Um, like I said, Cam Smith and Neiman had already qualified, so very interesting to see how that all goes. Uh, we'll keep an eye on that. We'll probably circle around to the President's Cup when that comes through. But otherwise, that's about all for the uh, the pro golf we're going to cover for a couple months here until probably January. So, uh, we'll like I said, we'll touch back on the President's Cup, but until then, the, the golf's going to be pretty light. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's like the first weekend of like lots of real college football I know it was happening last weekend too, but for me it always happens the same week of an invite, so it's never like forefront to me. Not all the teams play, so this is always the first one. I've just played the invite the weekend before. It's Labor Day. Summer's over. We're moving on to fall. TCC invite is always the end of summer. Now we're into fall. Labor Day weekend. Football's here. I'm excited. It's just like a little teaser for NFL the following week. Um, actually, no, it's not the following week. We, yeah, it is. Yeah, NFL kicks off on the 8th, I believe. Um, but, yeah, so college football's here. Um, and, yes, confirmed, NFL does kick off on September 8th. Um, so college football's here this weekend. Was trying to have my man Clarky call in again this week. Anchored, not really doing us uh, many favors. He's having technical difficulties still. We'll have to get that figured out. But again, I'm bringing you his picks. We're going to do a year-long tally on this. Uh, last week, he went 3-1. and one. His only loss was uh, Hawaii. Um, don't know why anybody should be surprised about that. Those sons of bitches is point shavers out there. Uh, so he's 3-1. and one. I tailed him on everything, so I'm 3-1. and one. We're both 3-1 and one for the season. Um, let's see what he's got this week. Got to reference my text. He uh, he starts off, he's got Vatek, minus 7.5 old, versus Old Dominion. Then he has um, Illinois, getting 3 versus Indiana. 
he has Purdue getting three and a half against Penn State. Um, that one's going to be one we're going to go against. He's probably right. Penn State's giving three and a half on the road against Purdue. Um, betting with my heart a little bit here. Actually, I don't even know if it's my heart anymore or if it's just like I'm an addict and I'm just stuck with them. So I just watch them. So I watch some college football. Um, but yeah, Penn State, they're my team. I guess if I have to have one, that's going to be them. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll ride Clark with Vatek in Illinois. I'm going to go against him on Penn State. Going to make him. Going to make a mark here that I'm going against him. Uh, and then he has his lock of the week. Saturday night, Notre Dame getting 17 and a half against Ohio State. 17 and a half for uh, Notre Dame uh, this week, and Clark's going to take those points. Ooh, I am. I'm torn, man. I'm really torn on that one. I feel like Notre Dame just kind of lays egg, but 17 is so much. You know what? I'm going to ride. I'm going to ride. I'm just going to go against him with Penn State this week. Uh, Penn State will probably win by three uh, just to fuck with me. But, yeah, let's. Uh, yeah, we're going to go Penn State, Vatek, Illinois, and I'll ride with my Notre Dame, 17 and a half. Um, last time they played, 44 to 28, Ohio State. Many, many, a long time ago, 2016. Uh, bowl game so uh uh opened at ohio state minus 14 and a half so it's really been bet <clears throat> really been bet up to get to 17 and a half um like i said we got penn state kicking us off thursday that's going to be kind of the uh i think there's another decent game on thursday if i'm not mistaken too but yeah penn state my team they're they're the only college team i really follow um yeah oklahoma state mike gundy he's a man he's 40 he's playing thursday too uh, but yeah, Penn State kicking it off at Purdue. Not ranked to start the year. Not surprising. They suck. Um, got off to a good start last year and kind of hoodwinked us and uh, made us think they were the real deal. Uh, turns out, not so much. Um, probably going to happen again. If they get through Purdue, they've got Ohio in week two. Uh, ooh, at Auburn in week three, but Auburn wasn't great. They'll So there's, there's a loss, though. Off in week four. Northwestern in week five. Interesting. Interest. Oh, sorry. They're not off in week four. They've got Central Michigan. Man, they could be. They could be like five and one, six and one really quick. Then they have to go to Michigan, get drummed. Host Minnesota. That's the that's the whiteout game this year because we're pussies and can't have it against Ohio State off in week nine yeah so i i i've got a, i've got an over under of my own for this game uh seven and a half minutes of game time so seven and a half minutes of game let's might as well make it an even eight and a half right no seven and a half is halfway through the first quarter yeah i'm good at math thanks Twanda math um <clears throat> seven and a half minutes of game time halfway through the first quarter before i fire off the first fire franklin tweet or text to the group chat big question uh probably hammer the under Unless they come right out, score a touchdown, get a stop, score a touchdown, I'm sure it's getting fired. So I would hammer the under. A uh, couple other good games. Cincinnati and Arkansas, that's at 2.30 on Saturday. And uh, Oregon and Georgia, also at 2.30 on Saturday. Uh, double TV setup. Uh, 
this is the time of the year where it really matters. So uh, excited to uh, have some of that on. I'm just ready for football. I probably won't be that into college football in like six weeks, but I am right now. Um, in those games, I'll just I'll just throw my guesses out here. Uh, I'll take I'll take Arkansas and Oregon. Give me the points with Oregon. They're getting 17, and I'll lay the six and a half with Arkansas. Uh, it's nice. Good teams spread out kind of all over the uh, all over the day on Saturday. There's some games at 11. There's some games at 2, you know, games later in the day. Uh, a couple things, uh, you know, Sunday and Monday. But uh, exciting, exciting stuff coming up. Uh, saw, while we're talking college football, saw a Nick Saban stat here. Let's see if I can find it. I think it would be, okay. Nick Saban has never lost a non-conference road game in his 15 years at Alabama. If Bama wins at Texas this season, he'll move to, and this dude puts incredible in an incredible 3-0. So, yeah, Nick Saban, not, uh, not big in playing non-conference road games. I know they play a lot of neutral site stuff, so very interesting there. So, yeah, college football's coming. NFL's coming real soon. So uh, we'll be following up. I'm ready to sit down and enjoy myself some uh, – some some games on the gridiron. Okay, everybody, passing thoughts. Time for my passing thoughts. Heard this one. Uh, first two things coming from, I caught a little bit of the Pat McAfee show the other day. Uh, this was a great question I saw in there. How many holes are in a straw? They were saying one. <clears throat> and at first I was like, no, it's got to be two. But they're like, no, it's one hole with two openings. But then if you close it, it's still just one hole. It just only has one opening. And at first I was like, no, 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 that's two holes. And now the more I talk about it, and as I talk about it here on, you know, on my pod, I'm, I'm thinking there's just one hole and it just does have one, two openings. Cause if you close one, that doesn't mean like nothing structurally change or I don't know it's gotta no it's gotta be two holes it's gotta be two holes right it's two holes it's two holes there just happens to be nothing in the middle like if I punch a hole through one side of my drywall and there's more drywall on the other side I punch a hole through that that's not one hole it's two holes right no I don't oof oof I'm caught. I don't know. So, the other thing that they were talking about, I do know about this. They, I don't know how it came up. The black and blue dress versus the white and gold dress, that thing that was going around like seven years ago, it's still black and blue. And if you guys saw white and gold, you need help. It's actually black and blue. Like, people have found the real, uh, the real version of it, and it is for sure black and blue. Boomer and Luna have decided to come join me. They got uh, one ball. They're trying to eat both eat. Um, but, yeah, black and blue dress. If you saw anything different, I, I, I'm questioning your uh, your eyes. Maybe you need to uh, maybe you need to speak to someone. Uh, just, you know, go see an eye doctor. Um, get, uh, get a little help. Get some help in your life. This came up. Uh, my buddy, uh, friend of the pod, Coach Jeff Slanovic, texted me the other day. And he's like, they got me again, Wally. I jump off the exit for a uh, for a restaurant. It's four miles. You get off, and they're like, it's four miles this way. 
It's like, son of a bitch, you just got to get back on and keep going. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of they should put them out on the signs on the highway. Like it should say, hey, Wendy's is 2.2 miles, or you know, Chick-fil-A is 5 miles, or um, you know, Burger King is a quarter of a mile. Like You got to know that getting off the highway. You got to be able to put that into your decision making. Because I'm not going 4 miles in some direction. Because that's an 8 mile round trip. That's killing my time. I got places to be, people to see, things to do. I can't be driving eight miles back and forth from the highway. It's just not acceptable. We got to get the mileage out on the highway. I don't need to be at the bottom of the exit ramp, and then I got to do a loop-de-loop and then figure eight to get myself back on. Sometimes you get lucky. Sometimes you just travel down and you pop back up. Boomer's pissed. He want, He's pissed. He wants those signs on the sign, he wants the mileage on the signs on the highway, not at the bottom of the exit ramp. What else we got? Um, oh, Novak Djokovic can't play in the U.S. Open, the tennis U.S. Open this week. You know, not vaccinated. Doesn't matter. I mean, have anybody needed to be vaccinated for anything lately? But the best tennis player in the world can't play in the biggest tennis tournament we have in the United States. Just incredible, incredible. Boomer still upset. Must be Mo- Novak Djokovic upsets him as well. Uh, speaking of my dogs, I uh, have a second dog, Luna. Uh, turns out she's got a lot of German Shepherd in it. Didn't see her. We did one of those uh, DNA tests. It's pretty cool. You can find out all about their their lineage and their parents and their grandparents and their great grandparents. Also, some Chinese Sharpei. Turns out those things were guard dogs back in the day and uh, looked nothing like what they look like now. So, very interesting stuff. <clears throat> oh, so I was home for the the TCC invite. My mom, my mom gave me an old. She pulled out an old uh, photo album uh, for me to look at, and I was just I, I got laughing at one point because I had forgotten how old photos worked. Like I was like, why are all these like why are there so many similar photos? And it's of me as like I'm little. I'm like four or five. I'm like, why is it all of me sitting on a this uh, this tube that we used to pull behind our boat? I'm like, why is there four photos of me doing this? And then I remembered. You just had to take the picture and you didn't know what it looked like for like two, three weeks sometimes. Maybe longer if you just didn't run out a, you know, a, a thing of film. And sometimes you just did it to run out the film. Like I forgot about that till right now. Like sometimes you're like, oh, I've got five pictures left, but I just want to be able to go get this thing. What did they even call it? Developed. Get it developed. Um, so I'm just going to take five pictures of random shit. And then I'm talking to my dad about this. He's like, and sometimes you got duplicates. You just got two of every photo. And I was like, oh. so now you've got, you've taken three photos to make sure one's right. And you're like, you know, maybe we want duplicates so we can give them to somebody. So now we've got six of the same photo all of a sudden. Because I was looking through, I was like, why, why, what? And then I remembered. And sometimes the photos were just trash. Everybody had their eyes closed. I mean, think all the photos you take on your iPhone. I take 17. I'm like, I'm going to delete 15 of them. Just something I was thinking of there. Um, ooh, Goldeneye. Goldeneye was released 25 years ago on as of uh, August 25th. Goldeneye, August 25th, 1997. The world of video games changed forever. Everybody can remember sitting around playing Goldeneye in their uh, their living room, yelling at people for looking at their screens. Uh, most, I don't know about you guys, but Odd Job was not allowed to be chosen. Um, in my group of friends, I used to play with my brother um, back in the day when they'd let me. He used to whoop his ass. 
He'll try to tell you different, but I was better. Facility. Facility was the place to play. Choppers only was a great time. Love proximity mines. Of course, the Golden Gun. You had the AK-47, the PP-7. Oh, just a what an incredible game. Uh, I, I don't know. It had to have changed the way video games were played. Like the whole, just everybody sitting around. And then, you know, it, it morphs into to Halo, um, like, parties where you do it like at somebody's house you just bring multiple xboxes and tvs and you would attach stuff from different rooms with the with the ethernet cables so yeah it all starts there now we don't even see each other can't accuse people of screen looking i mean you'd always know you'd be coming around a corner and someone would you you'd think you'd had the jump on them and all of a sudden they're just smoking you the second you make the turn everybody had one everybody had one in their group um Oh, this is a golf thing. I don't know why I didn't talk about it earlier. I saw a question. If you could hit 100 balls from 221 on number 15 at East, like that island green, 221 yards, how many are you knocking on the green? 220, depending on the wind, uh, I'm either trying to absolutely smoke a four iron if it's like that really downwind, or I'm hitting a hybrid. And if it's into the wind, I got a pure three wood. I'm not hitting many on that green. 20, 25? I don't know, man. I don't know. Not that many. Um, no, no fight game segment this week, so this one's falling in here. Uh, Tyson Fury had said he wanted $500 million, half a billion dollars, to fight Alexander Usyk, and he gave them one week from his demands. That was last week, so uh, September 1st is the deadline for that, so... That seems that seems normal and all. Um, so yeah, uh, student loans got forgiven. Ten thousand bucks for people if you're making under 125. So some people got some uh, some money back. Um, very interesting. Saw a couple interesting stats. Um, this one. So by forgiving student loans, ten thousand dollars in four years. Four years. So 2026. The debt is right back to where it was. If you were, if you got rid of fifty thousand dollars, it would last ten years, and the debt will be right back to where it is. And if you canceled it completely in about twenty thirty eight, so about sixteen years, the debt will be a hundred percent back to where it was. I don't know. Maybe it's just not a good idea to just keep doing this. Maybe it's only in this situation because the government backed student loans, and people could give out terrible loans to 18-year-old kids with no idea how they were going to pay them back, and they were going to get bullshit degrees that you can't get a job to pay back hundreds of thousand dollars of student loans. Just a thought. Just a thought. Um, you can probably hear my two dogs fighting in the background. We're just going to power through here. Uh, speaking of power... Offensive lineman in the new Madden. Um, so they grabbed a guy from the Colts, number 56. Let's see who he is. Number 56 from the Colts is a uh, a trim-looking lineman. Um, what's it? Quentin Nelson. Oh, duh. Yeah, Quentin Nelson. So he's a trim-looking dude at lineman. Um, a center if I'm not – oh, he's a guard. Um, but he doesn't have a big gut. Like in his, in his jersey, it's straight down. In Madden 22, he looks pretty similar. In Madden 23, it's like when you created a player, 
and you made him like as fat as you could make him. That's what he looks like. Like I would be so pissed if I was Quentin Nelson. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm in good shape, and you're gonna act like I'm just a fat shit. So yeah. So all right, that's uh, that's all I had for passing thoughts. We'll go talk about the invite real quick, and then uh, shoot you to the uh, the encore stuff we had. Yeah, so another uh, TCC invite come and gone. Um, got it again. Got three days of golf in. We had a little rain scare on Friday afternoon. We had to play through a sprinkle a couple times. There were some questions about a uh, about some thunderstorms, but they all missed. We got uh, three rounds in, fifty four holes for everybody, and uh, my partner and I we walked away with eighty three dollars in club club credit that split between us. Um, Best uh, best career performance for my partner T-Man and I. Uh, we went 72, 66, 66 on the weekend, 9 under. Uh, that was good for 12th overall, if I'm not mistaken. Almost caught somebody from the uh, champ flight. That's always the goal when you're in the first flight. Uh, buried out on the other side of the course. All the fun stuff's happening on the front side. You're buried on the back. Feels desolate out there. Um, usually nobody's watching you. My mom came around and watched us this year. Uh, she was the only person watching any golf on the back nine, uh, on, on the back, yeah, on the back nine while everybody else was out front. Uh, so yeah, that was our best showing uh, by one stroke. We uh, two years ago we got to eight under. Last year was an absolute disaster. Um, but yeah, this year went pretty well. First ever bogey free round on Sunday this year. I uh, I did win the birdie count against my partner. I, I counted uh, nine birdies for myself on the weekend. Uh, he went with five birdies and an eagle, so he gets a uh, eagle's count for two, so he gets it to seven. Uh, I did have an eagle go deep, deep in the hole on the ninth on Saturday. Uh, but yeah, it was a good weekend all along. Cody Taylor, Andrew Bradley, back-to-back champs. Um, course, not great. Not great there at the TCC. Uh, could use a little work, was a little dry back there, I guess, but... Uh, might want to might want to use the watering system maybe next year, um, but yeah, good time, uh, always enjoyable. Uh, got to cook my own steak. Love to cook your own steak dinner, and they had wings this year, which was nice. Uh, one thing I have been asked to put in this uh, this segment, my partner really wants people to know that there are not many good tee balls on the first tee. They fly maybe 180, maybe 200. Bad tee balls off the first tee. So, yeah, TCC invite. Uh, it was a it was a good weekend. Uh, came down to the last hole in the champ flight. Um, gave us a little something to watch at the end of the day. Uh, consumed uh, a few few alcoholic beverages over the weekend. Saw saw a bunch of people and uh, yeah, good time, good time. So I'll uh, just to end this thing. Will be just kind of the stuff I recorded walking around over there, sitting around watching stuff, talking to people. So uh, the last little bit of the ep here is uh, is going to be all that stuff. Okay, live here on the first tee at the TCC invite, we have uh, crowd favorite JB Sullivan uh, about to tee off. JB, how are we feeling this year? How many uh, contributing holes are you expecting to give your partner this year? Well, I, I'm feeling great, you know, I'm in fit, lean, mean, golf playing machine, per usual, <laughs> bodies in tip top, you know, you can see this, I mean, I know this is a just an audio thing, but if you had the visual, you know, it 
kind of looks like Hulk Hogan mixed with Fabio a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I'm playing a ball here, TaylorMade double zero. <laughs> a lot of that has symbolism, too, because that's usually the number of strokes I contribute to this team. So I'm playing a double zero with the goal of not contributing double zero strokes. But we shall see. So, you know, we'll know in four hours, so we'll let you know, Wally. So if we set the over-under at one and a half, is, uh, are we taking the over or are we taking the under? That's easy under. For sure. <laughs> Thanks, JB. Wally and Waiter coming to you live from the Tijuana uh, Country Club Invitational. Walking up the first hole, following the group of Athlete and Knowles. Going to give you guys some on-course reporting. Uh, Matt, thoughts for this morning? Well, we have beautiful weather here at the TCC here. I think we've got a nice 75 wind at 3 coming off the east. Um, we have a couple good balls hit here from squirrel and bucky looking to get things going early here yeah uh squirrel right up the middle uh playing like the pro that he is uh aptly just right of the green gonna have a couple of good looks to chip one up and get one close we'll uh follow up with you when we get closer to the green just off the first green now everybody has played up uh waiter walk us through what we've seen so we had a couple good pitch shots in here squirrel hit one up to about six seven feet Followed by Eric Apley with an exquisite play to what appears to be about a foot for birdie. Looks like Eric is just going to finish here. Um, hold for, we'll hold for the stroke. Eric taps in his birdie putt. The crowd goes absolutely wild here on the first tee. We get even an acknowledgement from Mr. Apley. Uh, they're playing competitors. Have a couple good looks themselves. Uh, looks like one's got about a 10-footer for bird, and his partner's an even closer. Oh, first putt from the competitors just barely burns the edge. He'll tap that in for an easy par. Uh, his partner uh, seems to be very close as well. He looks like he's going to just clean this up. And a uh, birdie from Ryan Morales also. So uh, both birdies for uh, the team of Knowles and Appley as well as Morell. Uh, waiter, give us some thoughts here on the start they got off to. Um, real great start. Exactly what the boys were looking to do. Just get it going early. Easy birdie hole at the first. They take care of business. Going to the downhill second. Yeah, Squirrel hit one. Uh, has set his putt just to just to get the feel. Uh, lipped out, so right where he'd like it to be. Matthew, we're making our way to the second tee now. Coming down from the first green. Uh, not the typical uh, tee placement here on two. We're going down low to uh, what is standardly the women's tee. Uh, kind of a big change here. 5,900 yards seems to be a little too much golf course for the uh, invite committee today. Any uh, any thoughts on that? Well. I will say that it will make for some excitement in the afternoon once the crowd gets going around the second green here. We may have a chance for someone to throw one in there real tight and give the people what they want. Yeah, should make for a nice change. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll follow back up after we get some uh, T-balls here from the, from the squads. Uh, we are walking down to the two green here. We have uh, the team of Squirrel and Bucky, two balls safely on the dance floor. Playing competitors have one on the green one left yeah it looks like squirrel is gonna have about uh 25 30 feet pins uh kind of tucked front left uh tough to access uh Apple hit a pretty good shot in there uh he's got maybe 15 feet uh kind of coming up at it if i could guess from here that putt should move a little bit to the left uh another good luck would be a great start for the two-time champs to uh get the two under through two holes we'll, we'll uh, follow back up after we get some putts down so coming off of two green here, a couple of routine pars for both teams. Eric gave a good run at birdie, just didn't have enough steam, peeled off to the right a little bit right when it got to the hole.
Yeah, green's running uh, a bit slower than uh, people are accustomed here for the Invitational. Um, so going to have a, a different look at the putts this year. Uh, may, uh, may have to get a little more aggressive, but a, a good start nonetheless for uh, Appley and Knowles. One under through two. Wally and Wader up, uh, up on the three green, uh, just to the right, from the, if you're looking at it from the fairway. We have Squirrel and Bucky are both probably uh, just inside 100, maybe about 85, 90 yards to a back left pin. Uh, scary pin if you miss it left. Uh, squirrel up now. Ball in the air. A little bit right, probably about 12, 13 feet. Good solid shot to the middle of the green there. Uh, Eric will now play. Ball is in the air. Tracking. Good solid shot there. Also about 12 feet. A little bit closer to pin high there for Eric. Good quality shot there at the third. Yeah, they'll have two nice looks at a birdie uh, coming just down the hill. Both putts should be moving to their left. Uh, we'll have a good look at this, uh, you know, incredibly hard third hole. Uh, seven iron wedge can really get to you sometimes. Squirrel now over the putt. Looks like it's going to go just a touch to his left here. And the ball's rolling, diving, and he nails it. Just the start Appley and Knowles are looking for. Uh, one birdie for each of them. Squirrel with a big putt that just went right down in the hole. Uh, great putt for him. Two under, through three. Uh, squirrel to play first here on the par three fourth. Uh, tees all the way at the top of the hill. Playing longer than the second, which is a very uncommon thing. Squirrel lets it loose. Uh, this ball looks to be on a very nice line. Uh, does it have the right distance? It does, yep. It uh, turned a little bit more than it originally looked. He's got about probably 20 feet. Uh, he's left of the pin. Uh, it's going to have a little bit of a sidewinder putt there. Uh, should be able to get it down in two, though. It looks like that pin's above the ridge. Appley now uh, placing his ball on the ground. Uh, he steps back, takes a practice swing. Uh, visualizing to visualize an attack here. Uh, looks like he's really in the zone early. Uh, really working, working the move. He's ready to go. Uh, he steps back, gets one more look at it here as he tries to visualize the perfect shot here. Appley approaches. Appley's ball in the air. Uh, lost it in the sun a little bit. Seemed to start on a good line. Oh, and yes, what a brilliant shot. Appley hits it to probably about 8 to 10 feet. Uh, should have a very nice look at it. Uh, two, another a good hole for these guys. Two balls on the green. Always a key to playing good, better ball. Uh, golf. Uh, Matthew, uh, thoughts on what you've seen from these guys so far? Uh, Jordan, they look very dialed in. Um, just playing very relaxed golf here early. Um, like you said, a couple good shots here at the fourth. Always a good sign. Um, and again, Eric does have a very good look to get to three under through four. Squirrel will be the first to putt for the uh, Appley and Knowles team. Uh, Squirrel coming down what looks to be like the spine there on the uh, the fourth green. He's on the left side of the green, putting right. Uh, this is going to be a downhole putt. Could be a touch tricky. Got him to get the speed right here. Looks to have the speed pretty good. Oh, burns it by the edge. Uh, does roll out just pretty good. Uh, maybe about three and a half, four feet coming back. Uh, he will have a little work to do that. He's going to mark, and uh, Mr. Appley is going to step up. I take that back. Uh, they're playing competitors. I believe this is Julius Dahl uh, will hit his par putt. He ran that by by about uh, 
15, 12, 15 feet here. Uh, tricky putt here, uh, coming back up the hill. Uh, Got to make sure you hit this one hard enough. Can be a little, uh, a little brain fog uh, from feeling like you hit one too hard in the previous putt. One last look, and it's away. Ooh, a little bit of a lip out there. He seems to be in disbelief. That one did not go down. Looks like he's just going to go and tap that one in here for his four. And he does. Looks like Squirrel is going to play first, hoping to knock this in and give his partner a free run from about 10 feet. Squirrel now with a practice stroke. He is over and ready to let this one rip. And he buries it. Good two putt there from Squirrel. Uh, Mr. Appley now uh, getting a little, some last looks and uh, last couple practice strokes in here. He uh, he does have a, a free look at this, so has uh, the ability to be a little more aggressive with it if he needs to be. Uh, it is a tricky putt. Uh, even being aggressive, you're going to have to match the speed to the line. Uh, can't just hammer this one straight at the hole. There is going to be a little movement on this regardless. <clears throat> getting his last looks here. Uh, he's stepping up to a last couple practice swings. Stroke looks great from Mr. Appley this morning. Uh, must be really putting the time in. He uh, he puts the ball in. Last look at the hole. One more look. Oh, and has a hard lip out. Looked to hit a great putt. Just just had a little more break than he maybe thought it was going to have. Uh, they'll walk away with a par here. Par never a bad score. Uh, can feel a little bit of a disappointment, but par is always a good score here on the fourth hole. Here at the turn with Nate Bennett here. Uh, just finished up the front nine at Tawanda. Uh, Nate, after making your guys' tee time with four minutes to spare this morning, how uh, how'd it go out there for you? It was a little rocky of a start. I mean, we got a lot of pressure coming off one's tee. Uh, hit it into the woods. Tried to get up and down. Didn't quite work out for us. Had a huge green on two that we completely missed. But from there, you know, we, we went par, 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 and then finished it off with a birdie on nine to finish one over for the for the, for the first time. So. Looks like you're getting hot. Uh, how many beers in is the team? Uh, I think we lost count, but I think we're two six-packs deep right now through nine. Wonderful. Well, good luck to you on the back nine today, sir. Thank you. This is Waiter and Wallenberg, back with the featured group of Appley and Knowles here on the ninth fairway. It appears that uh, Knowles is ready to play away here. Piercy has, what do you think here, uh, Jordan? Probably about 220? 235. Um, wind is picked up here this after, as the day is getting going. Uh, wind's going to be down and out of his right. Looks like he's gone back to the bag. Uh, it appears he put the three wood away and got out a hybrid. Uh, they're playing competitors, just rolled one across the green, uh, landed out in front, and rolled what looks to be the back. It's found some shadows, uh, but Squirrel approaches now. Seems like a solid strike here from Squirrel, heading up the left center of the green. Big hop, and finishes just over in the back fringe. Solid shot, should be able to get that one up and down. Seemed to be a uh, good club change there from Squirrel, uh, if that was a club change down. Uh, three wood would have been way too much. Looks like Mr. Appley coming to uh, come to his ball with an iron in hand. Uh, pin is tucked right. Uh, Squirrel's got a ton of green to work with. Uh, I would guess that front bunker wouldn't be the worst place to be. Uh, there is room there. 
but I would not want to be out in front of that bunker. Uh, looks like Appley going with the club change as well. Uh, be interested. To, I'd be interested to talk to him at some point and see if that is a club up or down. Uh, still iron in his hand. Uh, has to have around 200-ish. Uh, maybe just a hair more, but can't be playing more than 200, you would have to imagine. Yeah, yeah. He's, he sets up over the ball now. Ball is in the air for Appley. Also appears to be going left. And he scoots through the left bunker, gets out into the rough, appears to be about pin high. Also another, looks like something he can probably get that up and down as well. Yeah, two, uh, two good looks get up and down for birdie there. Um, probably not super thrilled with their shots, but that wind, like I said, in and out of the right, down and out of the right, uh, hurting getting over to that pin. So have a couple good looks. Uh, their playing competitor, Ryan Morrell, hit a bomb down here. Uh, inside the 200-yard marker, so we'll uh, we'll be sure to update you with what he has when we get down to the green. It appears Appley has chipped it to about 8 to 10 feet here. Decent look for birdie at the ninth. Um, playing competitor has also played and has chipped it to what appears to be about 5 or 6 feet. Uh, Squirrel is next to play. He is reading the green at the moment, taking a look. Looks like he has putter in hand here from the fringe. Yeah, since we last saw uh, Appley and Knowles, uh, have fallen on a little bit of a rough time. Uh, one over since we left them, now just one under for the tournament. Uh, squirrel with putter from the back left fringe. He's got a long putt here across the green. Uh, got to navigate probably about four or five feet of fringe first. Um, be a big moment for these guys to make a birdie here. Squirrel's ball is on the run, and it, uh, it comes up well short, uh, about 12, 15 feet at least. Uh, squirrel with an audible groan. of opportunities out back just making the turn under par they'll be just fine uh, squirrel lining up his birdie attempt and it is on its way oh and he rolls it in big putt there from squirrel for team Appley and Knowles a uh, huge putt there by squirrel uh, apparently the only problem they've had is that waiter and Wallenberg have left them at certain points of the day uh, if we get kidnapped and drugged to the back nine we will report back on that later uh, squirrel is doing a little shimmy on the dance floor and now mocking us and talking to the mic we'll see if we can get into talking to this mic on the turn uh, he's been pretty uh, adamant about no media uh, earlier in the day so see if we can flip him on that Waiter and Wallenberg reporting in the championship flight TCC Invitational final group of Stokes and Hill, uh, Bradley and Cody Taylor. We have Stokes here with a chip off of the right side of the eighth green. This is going to be a slippery one, folks. This might be as good as he can do, folks. Unbelievable shot. Unbelievable shot. Going to the fan. Stops about three feet below it. The fans love it. Cody Taylor next to putt here. It looks like he's got about 15 feet. Going to be a little bit of a slippery one here. Takes one last look. Practice stroke. And he settles in. The putt is away. Diving, diving, and he makes it, folks. He makes it. 
here on the ninth hole, which is the 18th hole of the day at the TCC Invitational, uh, tied up uh, the team of Hill and Stokes, both short of the green in three. Uh, Andy Hill to play first. He chips up. He's going to need to make par to make Bradley and Taylor make birdie. He hits it probably eight to ten feet past the hole. Uh, Cody Taylor seems to be next to play. He's also short. This is also his third shot. Uh, Birdie looks to win it unless Mr. Stokes is going to roll something in. He chips. Lands just on the front of the green. Rolling back. He's going to have 15 to to 20 feet for Birdie. Um, Have to go talk to someone who said that was a guaranteed Birdie from Cody Taylor. Mr. Mr. Wells, when you guaranteed birdie from Cody Taylor uh, after that chip shot, how do you feel? No comment from Wells. Uh, Bradley just smoked it into the fucking weeds behind the green. I have a comment. Dan has a comment. My partner's a dumbass who makes guarantees, which are just fucking crazy. All right? No one has won this tournament yet. He still has a putt. I have a comment. I have a comment. You know what? Way off. <laughs> you can't say goddamn on the air. Ah, no one's listening anyway. Uh, so, Bradley out of the hole. Yes. We shot fucking 66 today. These assholes are shooting 69. Yeah. God, no. Nick Place. They were four or five behind. We were four behind the start of the day, and Nick Place is going to post 63. Oh, yeah, yeah, Might be 62. Wait, we're still live, by the way. 72, 66. Oh, you guys went to long, 72, 66? Yeah. Sure shot 75. Stokes is putting for birdie. He is chipping for birdie. He could. Chipping for birdie. He's chipping for birdie. This is for the win? Yeah, this is for the win. Dude, I would skull fuck this over towards the <laughs> coast side. Put it. I would put it. Put it. It's worse. The worst is the following. I mean, Andy probably makes. That's uh, not close. Part. He's got a fucking 15 footer from the back of the green. I don't think it's quite 15. Like, listen, right. I was in the back fringe. Right. It's 15 feet. Hey, you guys, it's 15 feet from that back fringe. Who are you really rooting for, Wells? somebody to win this thing. No. Playoffs. Playoffs Playoff would be more fun if it just... It should just, it should just come down to two. Yeah, just start the playoff on two from now on. Fuck one. Yeah, that's fun, though. Eh. Two is easier to watch. Mike Stokes to hit his chip. It's, I think that's a good one. There was a... There was a go-in call from Andy Hill on the back fringe. We will uh, we'll pause now and pick back up on the putts. Cody Taylor now with a putt to win the Invitational. I can't see the hole at all. It's rolling. It's through his shadow. I still can't see it. He, 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 he did not make the putt. He, he seems to be finishing. Bradley smoked at OB. Cody Taylor has finished. 
Cody Taylor and Andrew Bradley post 18 um, have not heard any news out on the backside of the course if Nick Place made eagle on 18, but uh, word coming from Dan Kaminsky and Aaron Wells that they in fact did not make eagle. You can quote me. Quote me all day. I will quote both of you. Andy Hill with a par putt now. Aaron Wells says this is a 20-footer minimum. 15, I said. If we were closer, we'd know. Let's say eight. Uh, Troy Gordon says eight. I said 12 to 15, somewhere in that range. Let's take the averages of that. We need to get closer. But alas, we are not a, we have blocks. We could roll up wheels. We could roll right behind the hole. Andy Hill with a practice putt now. He approaches. Andy Hill does not make the putt. Stokes with a closer putt now. Yeah, Andy Hill was in the creek. So was Stokes, by the way. Both Andy Hill and Stokes played their second shots from the creek. Mike Stokes, sunglasses on. One last look at it. Stokes really loved my Dave Matthews band theory last night when we were just hammering beers. What was the Dave Matthews theory? I can't recall right now, but it was really good. <laughs> it was so good that I can't recall. Mike Stokes now approaches the putt. This is to send it to a playoff. He's over it. One more look. The putt's rolling. It does not go in. He screams a loud ah, and that's all it is. Cody Taylor, Andrew Bradley, back-to-back winners. Closing time, everybody. Let's wrap this up. Thank you guys so much. Uh, like I said, this was a little bit of a little more interesting episode as I added some some on-course reporting and live interviews to it. So hopefully that was enjoyable to some of you guys. Um, as always, appreciate everybody. Thank you so much for the support. We're going to be back next week. We got college football's first big weekend to cover, and the NFL is upon us next week. So, very excited for all that. Uh, until then, everybody, peace.